Okay, hello everyone, and today we're going to be talking about relationships. And now I'm going to go in with one of those things that's quite deep actually to start, but you know, what is it that destroys an intimate relationship? Well, that's easy, focusing on yourself. The more you focus on yourself, the more you'll distance yourself from a relationship or from the person within a relationship. And the more the person will start to feel not important or unloved. And I don't care how great the relationship was to start, that, that's just the way it happens. And I think we've all probably been in those relationships at some point and maybe not realise what we're doing. So, you know, think about the beginning of a relationship when you really desire someone, you know, when you really love someone, you know, what would you do for them? Anything, right? So if they come up to you and they say things like, will you take out the rubbish? Take out the rubbish? Sure, I'll take out the rubbish. No problem. You probably even skip down the hall, straight out the door. But after seven days, seven weeks, seven months, seven years, or even seven decades, you know, people can often reach a point where they're like, you know, can you take out the rubbish? And they're like, what do I look like, your slave? So I think focus within a relationship is really an important thing. And I think it's also really important to look at how you show up in your relationships before anything else. The more we make a relationship about what we're getting, the deeper, or the, sorry, the weaker that relationship is. You know, a relationship, particularly an intimate relationship, is not a place you go to get things. If you do that, you're always going to be disappointed. Now, you can fall in love with someone so much. You should be falling in love with someone so much that you live to light them up. You know, and lighting them up lights you up. You know, that if you can do that, that's a done deal. But if you're permanently going to be going around expecting this person to kind of light you up and you're not doing the same or, you know, they did this, they did that, I don't get this, I don't get that often relationships can come under strain so I know that's quite a quick quite a deep way to start probably what is one of the greatest areas or one of the greatest things we can have in our lives those relationships but I think it's a really important point because I get lots of people coming to me saying oh you know my relationships you know going down the plug hole or this is happening they've done this they've done that but I think we always have greater expectation or, or greater kind of expectations of what we expect of other people and we don't maybe look at what we should be expecting of ourselves. You know, love is something you give freely. Um, it's not something you give to get stuff back. Um, now, if you sit there constantly measuring who's getting what and, and how it's kind of working on that level, if you start to do that, it's kind of like the death death rattle to any relationship. If you want to have a great relationship, the first thing you have to do is commit to living a life in a beautiful state and living in a state where you don't give away your happiness so easily. But most people give away their happiness the minute someone doesn't do something that they wanted them to do. I'm not going to sit around and suffer because of that. You know, suffering is when you're constantly measuring what others did or didn't do or what you did or didn't do or didn't get. Um, and I think that kind of thing within a relationship can cause all sorts of problems. Now, with that in mind, isn't that interesting? Because like I've said, people will often have a much higher expectation of what they expect from other people or other partners within a relationship. And it doesn't matter if it's a loving relationship, a business relationship, any sort of relationship. But I guess today we are talking about the more intimate relationships. You know, how are you showing up? How are you being in the relationship? What are you giving? And what are you focusing on today? Now, before we even start talking about the dynamics of a relationship, I think the other thing we really need to look at is the, the biggest relationship you'll ever have. And that's the relationship with yourself. Because if you don't have a great relationship with yourself, in my personal opinion, it's very hard to have good relationships with others. So if you're doing things to please others, or you're doing things so people will like you, and you're not having that 
deep and meaningful connection with yourself and kind of like loving yourself and focusing on you know the fact that you are enough you know things can get rocky and I get prepared for a rocky ride if you're going to go into a relationship and try and be with someone so that they can light you up and fix everything and I guess that brings me on to kind of three points I want to talk about so from a therapist perspective again before we even start talking about best practice or relationship dynamics you know I found three really common issues that come up with my clients number one people keep attracting the same type of partner over and over again and it's the one who treats them badly well what happens there is the brain goes for what's familiar you know you can hear the story unfolding you know we just met in a bar we sat across from one another and something just clicked and that's purely because he reminds you of someone or she reminds you of someone it may not be that they're the best person for you so it's a good idea if you're going to keep going for the same type to look at what you're doing you know why are you going for what's familiar if that type hasn't worked in the past it might be time to find another type but what you see or you see what we do is we kind of walk around and try and create the same scenario but try to change the ending you know, I'll go out with this guy or I'll go out with this girl and I'll put all my energy into making them love me and adore me and all this stuff. But, you know, you can't change people. Don't waste your time trying to change the ending. Change the beginning instead. If you find someone who loves you from the get-go, then your life can be easy. You've also got type two, you know, the type who wants to be with someone just so they can make them feel better. You know, I'm going to fall in love and my whole life is going to change. Everything's going to be great once I find this amazing person. But you know what? Nine times out of ten, you actually won't. You'll still have relationship issues at work or problems with the family and areas where you don't particularly maybe like yourself. You know, that's your responsibility, quite frankly. It's your responsibility to make sure you're happy. It's your responsibility to make sure you're okay. And it's your responsibility to make sure that you're okay and you're showing up within the relationship. You can't put that burden on somebody else before you've really even kind of met them or kind of engaged in a relationship. But there are so many people walking around thinking, if I can just meet this person, if I could just meet someone, then my life would change. And from what I've seen in my office, nine times out of ten, it really doesn't. What you do is you end up just switching to switching problems and you run the risk of ending up with two unhappy people because guess what? The people that you're going to attract if you're going into those relationships aren't the confident and happy ones who are going about their business and want to meet someone and create something amazing because they can spot that stuff a mile off, okay? Who you meet is someone who's also just like, well, if I could just meet someone, then it'd be amazing. So you go into this relationship and you go in with kind of, you know, weird investment, to be honest with you. I want them to make me happy on both sides. And guess what? On a bad day, it's not going to work. So the belief that when I find someone it will fix all my problems is just not true. And actually, like I said, you just end up switching your problems. Now, there's a third one, and this is probably the biggest one, and I know this has been me in the past before, you know, and this is especially for people who have relationships that don't last, is that they don't feel lovable inside. And if you don't feel lovable inside, you'll struggle to find a loving relationship that lasts because your thoughts or a kind of energy, and they radiate from you and they come back to you, kind of like a magnet. So when you go through life and you're thinking, I'm not lovable, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough, 
You know, no one wants to be with me. Who would want to be with me? You know, you can even meet amazing people and you'll either go one of two ways. They'll either really like you, but you'll think there's something wrong with them because who could be with me? What an oddball. Or you'll go the other way and you'll convince yourself that you've conned them or tricked them to like you and the relationship is fake and not real in some way. And guess what you then do? You then start to sabotage it, you then start to pick at it, and it then starts to just fade. Now, I've been a victim of all of those, not a victim, but I've been actually done all of those things myself. I, I used to weigh about 26 stone and I could meet great guys, but I'd always think, oh, there must be something wrong with you if you're like me. And even again, when I lost a load of weight and I got down to 12 stone, I'd go out and I'd meet great people, but guess what I was still saying? And I always thought it was the weight. Okay, If I could just lose the weight, then my life will be fixed. Same as people do in relationships. It doesn't work that way. It really doesn't work that way. So re to recap, attracting the same type of person but in a different disguise. Believing that falling in love will fix your world. You know, and that's when, what we've been told in all the movies. But it absolutely doesn't. You know, and that's absolutely not what happened, I think, at the end of Disney movies. I think they all had rows. I think Christmas was probably hell in some of those situations. I'm sure they didn't really like each other's friends on occasion. So, you know, you're not five, okay? No one needs to tell you that life is not Disney. But if you want to walk around with that feeling, you know, be my guest. I wouldn't advise it, though, if you really want to have a loving relationship and you really want to be able to move forward. You know, but like I said, the biggest one, I think, is number three. I don't feel lovable. In some way, I'm not enough. I don't deserve the relationship. I'm not lovable enough. You know, and that's really, really tough to be walking around like that. And you're definitely not going to attract the right type of person. Because to be fair, would you want to be with someone who thought that? Probably not. Okay, but we play the only part we've ever known until that part becomes our own. And again, a lot of this boils down to familiarity. And if you've listened to any of our other shows, you'll know that you know the brain isn't there to make you happy. The brain is just there to make you safe. And the easiest way the brain or your, your mind can get you to do that is to stay with what's familiar. And it, the brain loves what, what's, what's familiar. You know, in days gone by when we were in tribes, we had to stay safe. And our brains only had to do that one job. So unless we train ourselves to be different in that area, you know, particularly in the area of relationships, an area that's really important to all of us, and I think it really makes the difference in a person's lives, those kind of relationships which you build and which you foster and which you you know watch grow and develop you know real true and lasting love in any way shape or form be it with a partner be it with friends be it within a family we have to train our brains to go for what is unfamiliar and we have to start loving ourselves and liking ourselves you know i think the world would be a much better place if uh, everyone thought that so that's what i'm passionate about and that's what i do and i hope that in some way this recording can kind of relate and in a moment, what we're going to do is we're going to do a recording all about lovability and that feeling of I'm enough and I'm worthy of love. And I think everyone could do with more of that. So whether you're in a relationship, whether you're divorced, whether you're a single mom, whether you're out dating, you're 16 and you're out dating, you know, anyone or you've been in a relationship for 50 years, you know, everyone could do with this next recording. And I think it will relate to everyone in some way. So before we go on to the re recording, what I'd like you to do is, if you get a chance, just get a pen and paper. And I want you to just start writing down, you know, list the behavior that is familiar, but not good. So I chase after love. I think love has to be earned. 
when I find a guy, I send him sexy pictures straight away because I want him just to like me. Don't do that. List all those behaviours that are familiar to you but are not good. And now, on either the same page or a separate page, I want you to list down all the behaviour that is unfamiliar but good. So having a person call me, having them make a fuss of me, someone putting you first for an occasion, knowing that love is all around you, telling yourself that I'm enough. I've always been enough and I always will be enough. You know, And love is absolutely available to you. You're absolutely worthy of love. You know, and I think if you look at those two lists and you start looking at the list which is unfamiliar but good, that's really what you start need start to need doing. Fostering that relationship with yourself and remembering what's important to you. You know, you're worthy of this love. You know, anyone would be lucky to have you in their life. But often it's our own conversations and it's what we say to ourselves that can stop us and block us from going out and finding those key good relationships in our lives. Now, I think it's important, again, to remember your brain is hardwired to go for what's familiar and stay away from what's unfamiliar. So you absolutely must practice this and make it a priority if you're looking to attract love or, for that matter, if you're in a relationship but you want to improve it. You know, we talked earlier about being committed to living in that beautiful state because it's your actions and your emotions that really impact your relationships. So if you write down those states now as well, you know, what what states are you familiar with and what states are not good in your relationship currently or what would you like to improve and the flip side of that you know what emotions are unfamiliar but good what would you like to have more of and that's what we want to focus on and that's what we're going to change because if you can change that the energy in your relationships you know it can light a spark in an old relationship you know it can start a new one it can light a flame don't bring bad bad emotions or bad states or those kind of bad things into a relationship. And check in with yourself, you know, what are you doing? How am I showing up? You know, even in a row, there's a way to do it in a loving and supporting way. You know, an argument, there's nothing really to be scared of in an argument. Sometimes we do need to talk about difficult things. But when you respect yourself enough and you respect the relationship... You can start to deal with things calmly and you take away from blame. Oh, you did this. You did that. You know, let's try and stay away from that kind of blame state. OK, think about how it made you feel. OK, and don't be afraid to say that, but do it in a calm way and in a way that supports you and the relationship. You know, There, there is always a way to do that. And I'm sure a lot of you know what I'm talking about. And there's one more thing as well. You know, confidence is sexy. You know, neediness is just not hot. So we know the types, you know, I'm not lovable, I'm not this, I'm not whatever else. But we wouldn't normally go near those people. It's not hot, you know. So if that's what you are doing, if those conversations are things which you're having in, in your own mind, you know, again, list those unfamiliar but good things down, okay, and start focusing on those and how can you get more of those. And I promise you, a lot of it will come down to how you speak to yourself, the pictures that you're creating in your own mind. And this next recording should really, really help you change some of those conversations and change some of those words and change some of those conversations that you're having. And I promise you it's easier than it sounds. And I know this because I've done it, okay? I, I, I promise you <laughs> that this is something I've actually done. And as I've always said, I would never recommend 
anything on this show or on this radio that I wouldn't do myself. So my number one recommendation, if you want to have a good relationship, is fall in love with yourself first. And it's way easier than it sounds. Because when you fall in love with yourself, people naturally fall in love with you. You know, and everyone will follow your lead. Because here's the thing. We have an energy that goes out from us and back to us. And you know the type of people I'm talking about. You know, it's really attractive to be around those people. And we all want more of it. But I promise you, you can do it yourself. And packaging is not the issue. The only thing you ever need to know is that you're lovable. So as we go forward now to the recording, I want you just to find a space where you can relax and feel comfortable. I just want you to relax now in a chair or in a bed. And as you're drifting to that healing level, as you drift down and float down, and just focus on the rise and fall of your chest. In a moment, on your next breath out, I just want you to close your eyes. And what I'm going to get you to do now is imagine that there's 10 steps out in front of you. And those 10 steps could be 10 steps anywhere. They could be 10 steps to a beach, 10 steps to an amazing hotel, or 10 steps in your home. Anywhere you like, because this is your session and you're going to do it perfectly. You take a step forward now and you reach step 10. And you can see your feet, hear your feet and feel your feet treading each and every step. You go from 10 to 9 now. As you drift down, float down to an even deeper level. From 9 to 8 now. Drifting down, floating down, as every muscle just softens. From 8 down to 7. As every muscle, every nerve turns loose, lets loose, and you go deeper. From 7 to 6. Drifting even further still. Still deeper and deeper still. From six to five and on to four now. Just breathing deeply. From four to three. Moving down now into an even deeper awareness of yourself. And from three to two and on to one. You're drifting to a healing level. You came onto this perfect planet, perfectly able and perfectly lovable, and you knew it. Some of our parents didn't do a great job of loving us, nourishing us, but the truth is, whoever you came through, the universe created you for the universe. You came through your parents, and the universe will always support you, because you're always enough, and it is supporting you now. Even that mere suggestion is supporting you and nourishing you into an even better life and into even healthier relationships. It just wants you to be lovable and to fall in love with yourself and the truly wonderful person who you really are. Now every time you play this recording, and you play it quite a lot, it resonates how lovable you are. You accept yourself as lovable. You believe in yourself as lovable and you see yourself as lovable. And something rather wonderful is happening to you because you know that you're lovable. You know deep down that you're lovable, but you're just not showing the person who you want to be. So you fall in love with yourself because when you fall in love with yourself 
other people easily fall in love with you. People all around you now are beginning to see yourself as lovable. You are massively increasing your sense of self-worth and your self-value. You're increasing your level of self-esteem merely by listening to this recording. Because if you didn't believe it was possible, you wouldn't have come here. You've already shown that you're in the top 5% and you're increasing your level of confidence each and every day. And in doing so, you're increasing your lovability. You're increasing your value of just how lovable you are. And people around you are drawn to it, drawn to it like a magnet. They see this increasing sense of self-worth and this increasing lovability. You know that you're lovable. You just remind yourself of it. Because babies come onto the planet perfectly lovable. It really doesn't matter what they're doing or what they look like. They'll always come running up to you for some sort of hug or conversation. And in doing so, in knowing that they are lovable, we love them. We do it with ease. You've seen it work in your daily lives. And love is all around you. It may not have felt that way for quite some time. But in this moment, you know that things are changing. And you know that you can surround yourself by love. In fact, you're surrounded by love right now, even if you don't know it. You know that you're not a helpless child depending on love to survive. You're a grown-up adult, and love is all around you. You're surrounded by love, and you choose love always. And you choose to love yourself. You choose to be loving, and you choose to know that you're lovable. You choose to give yourself more love now, and you choose to receive it back. You let love in. The more love you give yourself, the more love you get back, and the more love you have to give other people. You're absolutely lovable now, and you feel that love and you experience that joy of recognizing that you're lovable. It's having a positive, pervasive impact on you, even at a cellular level. Love is available to you, and you completely own it. You're open to it now, and you give and receive love with ease from this moment on and for the rest of your life. You're developing a powerful belief in just how lovable you are. You accept yourself as lovable because you are lovable and every baby born onto the planet is lovable. That lovability now is within you and you are regenerating, reactivating and reigniting that lovability within you. Every day you listen to this recording and you listen to these words, it reminds you in your own mind that you're lovable. You are enough, you've always been enough, and you always will be enough. And you say, I am enough, out loud. I accept myself as a lovable person. I easily express love and affection and approval, and I don't need anyone else's approval to give this to myself. I eagerly accept the love and affection that surrounds me now and always. I am filled and I am nourished with love, and love surrounds me. I fill and nourish other people that I love also. But more importantly, they see that I am lovable because I give that love to myself. And how attractive is that? By merely giving myself love, I engage in loving relationships with other people. And I find people who love themselves and people who are worthy of my love. I know that I am unique and I have special qualities. In fact, I have so much to give, but I show that now by showing it to myself. There is no one else in the world quite like me. There never has been before, 
and there never will be again. There will never be anyone else like me. I have a place in the world, and I am meant to be, and I belong to life, and life belongs to me. I approve of myself as a lovable person, and the universe has created me, and it is supporting me now in everything I do, most especially in knowing and recognising that I am lovable. You say these words over and over again, and very soon these words will stay with you. They are embedded in you, and they are having a positive, powerful and healing, all-pervasive impact on you, even at a cellular level. And even without this recording, you remember that you're lovable. You don't need me to tell you that you are lovable. You need to tell it to yourself. You easily express love and affection and approval. And you easily accept the love that surrounds you and is all around you. And you do so, so wonderfully now. You're wonderfully nourished and sustained in all that love gives you. But most importantly, you give that love to yourself. And you fill yourself up on your own love and on your own self-worth. You're a unique person. You're meant to be here. You matter. You're significant. You're important to life. And that's why life put you on this planet. And that's why you are here. You're unique. And the same universe that created you supports you in every way. You were created out of love. And you are lovable. Especially knowing that you belong. Knowing that you matter and knowing that you are significant. And most importantly, you are absolutely lovable. You always have been, and you always will be. You just need to show it, and you need to show it to yourself. Because by showing it to yourself, other people see how lovable you are. And wow, if they can be that lovable to themselves, imagine what they're like with the people around them. So let yourself go deeper, and as you go deeper, you see, you know, you hear and you feel that you are lovable. You are not your past. You are not your childhood. And you're certainly not your bank account. You're not the numbers in your bank account. The numbers on a scale. Your age, your weight, your size, your shape. You're not even your body. These are all just wrappings. You are absolutely lovable. And if you have any doubts about how lovable you are, even if you want to resist this or believe that you're not lovable, you just remember that you're in good company. Marilyn Monroe, Princess Diana, and many other people always thought that they had great problems believing that they were lovable. They needed the whole world to love them because they didn't think they were lovable themselves. And even when the whole world did love them, it didn't really help them because they could never believe that they were really lovable. And so you can see that the person who really has to love you is you. No one else can do it for you. If you want a wonderful person to love you, you have to show that love to yourself first. You have to know that you're worthy of being with this wonderful person, so that this wonderful person knows that you are worthy of being loved. Marilyn Monroe needed the whole world to love her, and once said, I have to belong to the whole world, because I've never belonged to anyone or anything in my life. And that's really sad, because the truth is you don't need to belong to the whole world. You don't need the whole world to love you. You only need to love yourself. And from this moment on, you're doing a stellar job, and a phenomenal job, an impressive job, 
of knowing exactly how lovable you are. You don't need to chase love. You don't need to work for love. You don't even really need to earn it. You certainly don't need to beg for it. And you definitely don't need to crave love because you are love and you are lovable. You are love and it is all around you and you are letting it in now. You are letting love in. You say these words out loud and you let it in. I am lovable and I am enough. And this is changing your life right now in the most incredible way. You don't need to chase love. You don't need to run after love. You definitely don't need to persuade it or work at it. You don't need to earn it or plead for it. You just need to love yourself. And loving yourself means that you show up in a powerful and easy way in relationships. You show your love to the relationship and you show your love to you. And love is all around you. You deal with things successfully now and you ask better questions. And right now, all you can think about is how much you love yourself and how different your life could be if you could love yourself even more. And that is what you do, merely by listening to this recording and by saying these words. And now you do it all by yourself. You're going to finish this next sentence. I am enough. I am lovable. I am a great kid, a great lover, a great brother, a sister, a mother, a dad, anything at all, any relationship you want to work on. You know now that you're wonderful and you're beautiful and you just keep saying it every day. You know that you are love in any and every situation and you know that because you say it to yourself. You know, some people wait for 10 or 20 years to hear the praise that they wanted from parents and their parents might not even be on the planet. So why would you wait? You say these words to yourself and when you say them to yourself, they have much more of an impact. It's a bit like if you're in a shop and you say to a person behind the counter, how does this look? Even if they told you it looked lovely, you may only think, well, they just want me to buy it. But when you say that looks lovely, when you say, wow, look at you, that is what you believe. And you keep saying stuff like that now. You keep saying it over and over and over again. I am lovable and I'm enough. I always have been and I always will be. And I want you to play this recording now quite a lot. I want you to listen to it as much as you can because I want you to learn these words consciously but also unconsciously. And I want this to be a driving part of you because it is motivating you and conditioning you. It is compelling you and programming you to know that you are lovable and to putting that on autopilot. How cool would that be? So as you listen to this recording, you remember that you can have exactly what you want. And all you need to do in this area of relationships is remind yourself that you are lovable. You remember this and you're reactivating and reactivating it in your mind and in your body. And you're forgetting about all doubt in any other parts. Remembering everything you need to remember and forgetting everything you need to forget. And you're responding to this wonderfully. You are directing your mind now with these mental commands and you're changing everything. You're changing your very belief system. You're changing your biology. You're changing your biochemistry and you radiate lovability. It's all so very easy and this is all you need to do. And it makes such a permanent, powerful and all pervasive 
wonderful and liberating feeling within you. You are freeing your love now. You are freeing yourself of the past because you are lovable and you know that you're lovable. And as you listen to this recording, that builds within you. You don't even need to love another around you. You just need to love yourself. But in loving yourself, you find it easy to attract the right type of love within your life. And you find it easy to build on love that is already in your life. So just take a moment now to think of how truly lovable you are and how by saying these words and listening to these words, you can change your life and how nice that would feel to find love or to build on the love that is already there. So on the count of one, I want you now to just dream a little bit more and go deeper than you normally do, just for a moment. Because as I reach five, you're gonna open your eyes knowing that you're lovable and you always have been and you always will be. So on one, just dreaming and drifting and letting your conscious mind now come back to the forefront. On two and three, just feeling the need to stretch. And on four now, your eyes will start to feel lighter. And on one, you will open your eyes, feeling proud of yourself for having done this and for knowing just how lovable you are. And if you're listening to this recording at bedtime, you can easily turn over, turn off your equipment and go into the most healing, wonderful and re-energizing dreams and sleep because you're lovable. You've always been lovable and you always will. And you can say this to yourself anytime you like, including right now. So that brings us to the end of today's recording. And I just wanted to thank you for taking the time out and thank you for listening to the recording. Now, if there is anything else that you'd like to for us to include on any of the upcoming shows or forthcoming shows, please drop us an email at studio at radiobroccoli.org or you can get in contact with the TDF and it's the TDF that I'm here in association with today. And the TDF is a complimentary therapy uh, charity based within the hospital offering all sorts um, from anything from hypnotherapy, which is what I do myself, right over to nutrition, Reiki, massage, anything at all, anything you can think of, we do it. Um, so please do come down and visit us. We've been going there for 20 years. It's our 20 year anniversary this year and we'd love to see you um, and to help you in any way we can. So once again, thank you for listening and thank you for your time and have a great week. Thank you.